1: Hey, everybody, we are back on our Friday show. Um, Dr. Duncan, uh, oftentimes when we have people come on the show, we, we talk about um, books and we emphasize the importance of, of reading, um, and I think it's fairly safe to say that you're an avid reader. Um, <laughs> and so uh, outside of the Bible, uh, what, what books have most influenced you? And then uh, kind of a follow-up to that, what are you currently reading?
0: Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say uh, and to narrow down to just a few books uh, what has been most significant in my life. And there have been certainly different times of my life when different books have had an impact. I, I will say that uh, boys sometimes lag behind girls in terms of getting a taste for reading and it was in my junior year AP English course in high school that the fires just clicked on in wow. my heart for reading and and the book that was used to just just sort of turbocharge my desire for reading as a maybe I don't know 17-year-old junior in high school was JRR Tolkien's uh the Lord of the Rings mm. uh I I was a uh, I I had a reading assignment where we had to read fiction literature from a list that Mrs. Parks, my AP English uh, teacher had given us. It was on the list and I started reading it and I was hooked. And not only did I come to love Tolkien, but I came to love reading in a way that I had never loved it before. I had, I'd been reading, you know, since I was a little kid and, and reading outside of my assignments since I was a little kid. But the, the, my thirst for reading really, really changed. And I know part of that was a developmental thing. I was 17 years old. My frontal lobe is developing. There are all sorts of things happening, you know from the standpoint of, of just human development that were going on in me, but there was spiritual development going on as well. And so that book and, and Tolkien's writings have ever since been uh, 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 very, very dear to me. Tim, Tim Keller and I have joked over the years that uh, that we wonder, how much our mutual love of Tolkien's writings has impacted our friendship with mm-hmm. with one another, mm-hmm. um, and um, so that book, you know, as a as not necessarily a, a book of Christian theology, but just a mm-hmm. really really good uh, fiction literature, had a big impact on me. Now, you know, early on in my in my Christian life, the writings of J.I. Packer. Uh, R.C. Sproul and Sinclair Ferguson had uh, just those three men in particular, uh, their popular writings. Packer's Knowing God just Mm -hmm. had a big impact on me. Sinclair Ferguson's Doctrine of the Christian Life, which I think originally came out as something like Knowing Christianity or something like that. And then R.C. Sproul's popularizing uh, works, all had, uh, you know, they they helped me start reading theology in digestible bites and getting excited about the truth of God's word. And uh, so all of those had a a big impact on me. Uh, Reading Calvin's institutes in seminary First, with a, a dear friend of mine uh, who was a seminary classmate, we just started reading through the Institutes in the Old Beverage translation together. And then I took a, a, a course on Calvin's Institutes with David Calhoun, and and Dr. Calhoun and the class. We there was a small class, of maybe five or six of us. We read through the entire Institutes together wow. over the course of a year, and that was just an amazing experience. I know Kevin DeYoung started reading through Calvin's Institutes when he was in college and has made a a habit of just rereading it kind of on a constant Mm -hmm. basis over time. And and the Institutes had that kind of an impact on me, just a, a profound effect in terms of the spiritual effect on me, forming my own theological ideas, understanding the importance of Calvin uh, on the uh, on all of Protestant theology uh, over the last 500 years, understanding the history and background of the Reformation, that had a big impact on me. History and biography also has had a tremendous impact on, on me. Reading Christian history uh, and reading Christian biographies have been very, very important in my Christian life. So, uh, you know, everything to reading biographies of the reformers, Uh, you know, I I think maybe the first biography of a reformer that I read was the little popular biography of Martin Luther by Roland Bainton called Here I Stand. Hmm. And that is a, I mean, that is a rip roaring yarn. You know, I mean, Martin Luther's life is exciting, (laughs) but Roland Bainton is a really good storyteller. And uh, th- that that's a biography that every Protestant ought to read. Really, every Catholic ought to read it too. <laughs> but uh, but but it's a it's a great great retelling of the life of Martin Luther, and there's spiritual lessons for us in encountering that story. So the life of Martin Luther, and then um, a a a man named T H L Parker wrote a little 100 page biography of John Calvin. Uh, that actually I think you can get from Desiring God, the ministry of John Piper. You can get it for free. You can download it in a PDF file. And uh, it is a good little biography of John Calvin and will really give you a feel and a taste for his life. And so, you know, I started reading Reformation era biographies and then all the way up uh, through the 20th and uh, 20th century biography. So Jay Gresham Machen's biography by uh, Ned Stonehouse had a, a big impact on me in a variety of ways. So Christian biography, Christian history, and, and then of course great books of Christian doctrine uh, have had a huge impact on me. When I was in uh, postgraduate school in Scotland, I really began reading the Church Fathers uh, in a concentrated way for the first time in my life, and uh, concentrated especially on the the first three centuries of the church, before the Council of Nicaea, mm-hmm. especially. And that was, you know, that, that was just, um, it was a riveting experience to just sort of read chronologically through mm-hmm. the church fathers and get a feel for the, the challenges and the context and the contributions of the fathers of the church, and so I, I remember uh, reading the, the the late second, early third century theologian uh, Irenaeus uh, for the first time, and um, and and just being overwhelmed by how close he was to the uh, age of the apostles, and how he was discipled by someone who had been discipled. Uh, by the Apostle John. And uh, reading uh, the sermons of uh, Melito of Sardis uh, and his exposition of the, the Passover in Exodus 12 and in light of the work of Christ on the cross and just thinking that, you know, this is a man who was a younger contemporary of the apostles, you know, expounding the Old Testament from the standpoint of preaching Christ uh, so you know that all of those experiences in reading were enriching to me right now uh, I, I always keep a lot of things going at once mm-hmm. I'm reading a lot of uh, I'm reading Francis Grimke right now who's a, a new hero of mine your friend and mine Caleb Cangelosi has just, produced a little volume of Grimke's thoughts about preaching. I think it's just called Meditations on Preaching mm-hmm. that you can get from Log Cabin Press or Log College Press. That's right. Uh, but I've been reading Grimke's collected works. It's a four-volume set of his um, collected works. And Grimke, was uh, he, he was born uh, to uh, a slave and a slave master in Charleston, South Carolina, before the Civil War. When his father died, uh, his father left in his will for Francis Grimke to be freed. Mm -hmm. But his father's brother enslaved uh, Mm -hmm. Francis Grimke, and then Francis Grimke escaped and went to the north. And uh, he became a Presbyterian preacher. He studied under Charles Hodge at Princeton, Mm -hmm and became the pastor of the 15th Street Presbyterian Church in Washington, D.C., which he pastored for almost a half century. And so I've been reading his uh, collected writings and just reveling in this hero of the Presbyterian faith that I had really never heard about until Mm -hmm. Sabidi Buile wrote a book called Faithful Preachers. Hmm. and uh, and Grimke was one of those preachers and I said man here is one of my spiritual ancestors that I didn't even know about hmm. and uh, so I've been reading Grimke I'm reading a lot you know right now just on the, the whole issue of theology and race uh, right now I'm, I've actually just picked up a book on the history of racism amongst white fundamentalism. Uh, in the early part of the 20th century, called doctrine and race. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get up to speed on some areas in my own uh, reading where I think there's probably been gaps. You know, I've I've read a lot of 16th century reformers, and I've read a lot of 17th century reformers, and I've read a lot of uh, 19th and 20th century reformed work. But there's certain gaps, and so I'm always trying to to work in filling in mm-hmm. gaps in my areas of knowledge that would that would keep me from being able to minister as effectively as I can to all of my students and uh, to our churches. And so those are some of the things I'm reading right now.
1: Hmm. Well, that's great. I mean, those are encouraging, and we're going to try to get the links up to a lot of those uh, so people can check that out if they're listening to this. Um, Just curious, and kind of putting you on the spot, are you you in the process of, of working on a new book. Do you have anything on the back burner that you can share?
0: Well, I've been of late writing chapters and forwards, frankly, more than anything else. I've got a couple of uh, chapters. RTS is producing a full volume set on covenant theology, and uh, I'm writing a couple of chapters in that uh, particular work. I've just written a chapter on Matthew Henry. There's a volume celebrating Uh, the 300th anniversary of Matthew Henry's death. He died in 1714, and so in 2014, there was a conference, and now there's a book being produced uh, out of that conference that will be published by Erdman's on Matthew Henry, and I've got a chapter on his method for prayer in that particular uh, volume that I've just written, and so I have a lot of little short things that I've been working on. My big project I've got a I've got a book on covenant theology that I owe to uh, Presbyterian and Reformed uh, mm-hmm. in a series that Sean Lucas is editing, and then of course these chapters for the RTS volume. But I have one of my long term goals is to turn my dissertation into. Mm-hmm. Uh, a book on covenant theology in the early church and wow. uh, so that's that's my big sort of long-term goal project and I have a lot of shorter things that I'm working on along the way
1: hmm. Yeah. well dr. Duncan you've taken a lot of time out uh, with us and I know you've got a lot on your plate so once again thank you so much
0: it's great to be with you John and the Lord bless you oh, come and buy
1: without money. Oh, Without pay